welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks, and maybe sneak in some marijuana. Um, today we'll be reluctantly reviewing the movie. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I am a little worried about pronouncing some of the names in this episode. And I'm Brianna, but you can call me the Spider King, because I've been encountering encounter encountering the scariest spiders of my life this past week <laughs> uh, i like how you're breaking barriers and going with the king i like that uh and today we'll be watching the american computer animated fantasy action adventure film raya and the last dragon before we get into the movie of the night however brianna and i are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning Netscape. And of course, stay tuned for after the, the review for some headlines. And please go over and listen to Dopeflix, the podcast. Uh, I'm a co-host on that show and it's very good. Me and my buddy Max do a really good show over there. So I didn't sell it just now, but go check it out. Uh, <laughs> Brianna, let's get into the movie of the night. Tidbits. Ryan, the last dragon. Are you excited, Brianna? You know what? I'm going to start this off with, I got this movie confused with the movie that's coming out about the fish. What the, what's that one? Uh, I want to say it's like Italian based, but it's a Disney Pixar. Oh, Luca? Yeah, I definitely thought that that was this movie. What the hell? <laughs> I have the worst co-host. This is ridiculous. Uh, this movie was first conceived by... I'm going with Kyle Murray. It's spelled K-I-E-L, and I have decided that it's Kyle. Uh, conceived by Kyle Murray, who is a writer on Cars. It was going to be directed by Paul Briggs and Dean Wellens, who worked in the art department for things like Big Hero 6, uh, Zootopia, The Iron Giant, Osmosis Jones. Shout out. Great movie. Brianna, you ever seen Osmosis Jones? Chris Rock? I haven't, but it's uh, it's on my Ooh. list of ones I want to watch. But I need the focus. You gotta, yeah, you gotta watch that one. Um, that the, the that was supposed to be the the structure team for the movie there, but that was until Disney decided that they were not worthy enough, Brianna, <laughs> uh, and they, they brought in way more people. Uh, Don Hall, who directed Big Hero Six, got the actual role as director. Um, as well as a guy named Carlos Lopez Estrada, who directed a Carly Rae Jepsen video. Hell yeah, Carly Rae. And a Billie Eilish video. And <laughs> a Katy Perry video. Uh, he also directed the movie Summertime and Blindspotting. Seems like a talented guy. As far as the writing goes, though, they brought in Adele Lim. Is it Adele, Brianna? She wrote Crazy Rich Asians. So Adele, yeah, to... she sang yeah. Uh, her album Twenty One was a smash hit, <laughs> and she also wrote Crazy Rich Asians. She's busy. <laughs> she's she she just understands Southeast Asian culture. I so don't really well. like how you asked me. Like I know how to pronounce it. Well, uh, you you like the movie Crazy Rich Asians, so I guess that's why I, I really I asked. really I've seen it once. Well, you've talked about liking it. You better watch yourself, you Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Kyle. Uh, just bringing in the girl from Crazy Rich Asians just to, just to come in and change your whole movie up. And I say that because this movie does star Kelly Marie Tran, who is Rose from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. She is Raya, but initially it was 
it was supposed to be played by, or it was being played by, this person had been acting as Raya, and her name was Cassie Steele. But I'm pretty sure they changed the story up like so crazy that they needed an entirely different actor because the tone was so different. Well, I remember Cassie Steele from Degrassi, if anyone watched that Canadian wonder of a show back in the 2000s. And you know what? I like her, but I also like Kelly Marie Tran, so sorry, not sorry. Well, they 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 said they made Raya more like Star-Lord from Guardians for some reason. And said that they liked Rose from Star Wars uh for her badassery and buoyancy. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. If anyone was like, "Wow, Brianna, you look really buoyant." I would be like, "Shut yeah, the like, fuck up." Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, nerd. Like what? Uh, so apparently, like before, she was like super. Like the character of Rai was gonna be like super stoic and like a loner. And I don't. I guess that's. I don't know. I guess that's not her anymore. I guess we're going to be seeing some James Gunn style intros for Raya. I don't know like I don't know what's going on. Uh so shout out crazy uh, crazy rich Asians lady for fucking so many people over when she started rewriting this movie. She obviously just wanted I'm not saying this is a wrong thing, but she wanted an Asian in there and she was like, "Yeah, no, I don't like how that non-Asian sounds." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that non-Asian is not correct. Sorry, uh, sorry, Kyle Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan the Last Dragon also stars Aquafina. Uh, Gemma Chan, who is in Crazy Rich Asians, is also going to be in Eternals, too. Daniel Day Kim, who is Jin Su on Lost, he was great. Great names, by the way. Great name. Daniel Day Kim. It's a perfect Rihanna. East Meets West name. Right? Ooh, that's a movie star name. Benedict Wong, of course, uh, from Doctor Strange. That's a solid name, Benedict too. Wong. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sandra Oh, solid name. Great name. She's going to be in this. And You didn't say anything when I said Sandra Oh. It leads me to believe that you don't believe Sandra Oh has a good name. I mean, compared to the, the prior two, yeah, it's not really wowing fair, fair. me. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then you got uh, also Alan Tudyk, who... He plays the bad guy in Doom Patrol. He's a good voice actor, but yeah, that's he's in. Um, he's, just a, he's a white guy. He's in Dodgeball. He's probably the bad guy. I bet. Probably. <laughs> yes, he is in Dodgeball. He's fucking. Is he? He's Steve Pirate Steve. Pirate? <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yes, I love that. I you just you. The score to this movie, by the way, Brianna was it was created by the guy who did the movies Dinosaur, Atlantis, The Lost Planet. And Treasure Planet. Uh, that kind of fucked me up there. Yeah, yeah. it did. It did. <laughs> yeah. And Treasure Planet. <laughs> um, so those are the three movies that he did for Disney. And so for some reason, they brought his his ass back. I don't know why. <laughs> you those, said weird ass. Those, those, yeah, I almost said weird ass. Uh, it's, well, his scores definitely don't stand out. Um, he hasn't worked since 2017, but he was brought back to do this fucking thing. So... I don't know, man. A lot of, lot of, lot of ups and downs. Here's where it gets weird, though. Okay, seven point four out of ten on IMDb, based on sixty-four thousand six hundred forty-four reviews. Seventy-five percent on Metacritic. Eighty-six percent of Google users like this movie. You want to know the weird part? I couldn't find a Rotten Tomato score to save my life. 
Really? All of the reviews have been wiped from the site. You get a 503 error. Oh, what a controversy. So strange. I saw an article that said it had a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, but this was from March. And now I can't find a review at all. Like, at all. It's so bizarre. Can't even find a mention of it. That's so weird, because if you think in March that they had a 96, like, what happened? I know. Maybe, maybe, uh... Maybe Asia, maybe Asia panned it. Maybe they, maybe they got to it and, and tried to nuke it. Maybe they were like, China, you know, we don't Disney like Raya. We want F9. <laughs> yeah. Well, they panned F9 too. They fucking killed F9 over there. Oh, well. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. I don't know. You got any tidbits, Brianna? Um, this is, Raya is the third Disney princess after Moana and Merida to be a wholly original character, which I find very interesting. I really enjoyed Moana the movie, and I really liked Brave, you know? That was a good, good Scottish flick. Nice. I dig it. I I, I vibe with that. Um, it's the 59th movie created by Disney. Isn't that, like, amazing? That is amazing, and we're talking like dis like Disney movies. What they Disney. consider not 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 like Disney Channel movies or straight to video. Okay, well, um, DComs have their own special place, but yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Of course, <laughs> of course. But but yeah, this is their fifty ninth major motion picture, and I think that's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, so we got three three Disney princesses that are like. Not princesses, right? They were except Brave was a princess. No, they're. It's not that they're not princesses. It's that they're based off of the other princesses in the Disney lineup were based off of legend or like real people. Oh, they're they're created from nothing. Yeah, okay. these cool. literally were from scratch. Nice. Well, there was eighteen people writing it, so I hope so. You find anything else? Um. Raya doesn't sing, which I can get behind. She's the second person, second Disney princess that will not sing. And you know what? As someone that can't sing to save their life, I appreciate it. I like singing, but also I'm okay if there's not going to be any singing in this movie. Yeah. I'm totally fine with Disney Disney movies without singing. You want to give me a good song? I guess Jen Aoki. Jen Aoki. How do you say her name? Jean? Jen Ye- I always say it like G- Jean. Is that not how you say it? G- Jean Aoki. Doesn't that make know. sense? Well, what is no it idea. like? Jenny? <laughs> Jenny? Is it Jenny? Jenny? Jenny Aoki? Oh my I gosh. Is it I Jenny? Are we just blowing <laughs> minds right now? I never thought of it that way before. Oh, yeah, it's me. I'm Jenny Aoki. <laughs> I always thought, I always pronounced Submit. her as Jean. Luckily, I've never met her because I would never be able to say her name. Oh, Submit, no! <laughs> Um, <laughs> Brownie, you, you got any more tidbits? Uh, or, uh, and if not, what are your expectations for this movie? Um, you know what? I'm going into this movie with moderate expectations. I don't think it's going to be anything spectacular. I don't think I'm going to be adding it to my, my replay list along with like Mulan and the original Aladdin, but you know... It's no Monsters, Inc., but I'll keep it in there. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm ready to see some Asian action. Cool. Yeah, you're the you're the Disney expert, so we're going to we're going to lean heavily on your opinion in, in this episode. 
I'm the Disney expert? Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. You're, you're the, so the weight is going to be held in your court. My buoyant? Yeah, you're very <laughs> buoyant and badass, Brianna. That's why That's why we love you here at Where the Fuck is the Popcorn Bags. Give me the synopsis here while I pack up my bong. Do you want the real one first or the one I made up? Real one first. Okay. So I'm going to get ready to butcher this fictional place. So I don't feel that bad about it because it's not real. Okay. <laughs> In a realm known as Kumandra, a reimagined Earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. Oh. Okay. Hence the title. I wouldn't have known. Okay, and now what's yours? <laughs> I mean, hence the title is pretty much the one I could have made up, but I actually did think about one first. It's um, Ryan the Last Dragon. East meets How to Train Your Dragon with a Female Lead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Get your soup and your bowls of soup and your bongs of soup. And ooh. Ew. Okay. And in three, <laughs> two, one. We're back uh, uh, from watching Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> Brianna is Asian, drunk, and full of hot takes, so I'm gonna <laughs> let her take this one right out of the gate. Brianna, how'd you how'd you feel about Raya and the Last Dragon? Well, I'll just say I had some soup, and it was pure alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> some seltzer soup, bubbly soup. Honestly. Rye and the Last Dragon exceeded my expectations. Now, I want to say that my expectations were very low for this film, but it exceeded my expectations from where we were at the beginning. Pleasantly surprised. Will I ever watch it again? I don't know. <laughs> but you still could. I it's could. It's up in the air. You, you, uh, you liked it. You did like it, clearly. I liked it, but it's not gonna it's not gonna be a on the repeat lineup, unfortunately. Okay. What in you... a sentence, this this movie is uh, uh I there's a gemstone and someone breaks it and then it's the future and Raya uh, wants to put it back together. That's that's pretty much the movie. And then there's some there's a water dragon and a baby. Uh, those were those were fun. I I uh, I liked it. I. I it was a little slow. It was fun. No music, thankfully. That would have fucking slowed it down and made it so much worse. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but too many fighting scenes? I don't know. They just... They oh. really wanted to... Sh they really wanted... I, they just weren't exciting fighting scenes. Like, why have them in there if they're not going to be cool looking? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like they... It just seemed like they were segues into moments. Um... The... But... but I, I got a big, I got a big gripe. I don't know if I want to save it, but like, we gotta stop making people think that the world works in a way that like we're uniting all the time and coming together. It just, you know, it doesn't happen. You can't go around making people think that people from different countries will ever come together as one. It just will never happen, and it shouldn't be the basis of a Disney movie. I was also a little underwhelmed by the movie Brianna because I thought my expectations were a little higher. I guess going into it. Ultimately, until I read the reviews and found out there was no Rotten Tomato score, and then things kind of got a little fishy. I feel like it really didn't have that Disney charm for me. It was more like a DreamWorks charm. Yeah, I mean, I did say it was How to Train Your Dragon with a female lead. 
So yeah, yeah, that's right in yeah, fits right in there. But yeah, my expectations were very low. I was not thrilled about it at all, even as an Asian person. I was uh, I was ex I was excited once it started. It wasn't necessarily slow for me. I mean, I did get up, use the restroom, I got my food delivery. So, you know, it wasn't like I was just sitting there being tortured, but it did seem like it didn't need to be as long as it was. Definitely glad we didn't spend the $30 when it first came out like a, two months ago, huh? That would have been not worth it at all. Honestly, no movie is worth the $30 for that when it comes out. That's fair. At least it wasn't an hour 57 like we thought it was going to be. It's only an hour and 37 minutes. There's just like 20 minutes long, uh, 20 minutes of credits at the end of it. So that's way better, and it, it greatly affects my score. Because if it was actually two hours and we actually had another 20 minutes of this movie, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. I was actually starting to get a little frustrated because I was looking at the clock, and I was like, what could they possibly like, do? Like, There better be a huge twist. But then it kind of end. I mean, and then, it, then it was... It ended, and I was like, okay, all right, never mind, that's that's fine, that's perfect. Hour 37 minute long animated movie about a girl trying to find dragon stones, okay, good. Voice acting was good, the story, I don't really want to get into it, but like, it was, it was a, I didn't like the villains at all. Everyone was kind of a villain, if you want to get into that, like... <laughs> They shoehorned the the Captain Undercut. They made her the villain, and it, she didn't really need to be. Yeah, no, they really, like, they pushed her for that. And it was like, you know what, you guys kind of all suck. <laughs> the ending was kind of lame, too, if I'm being completely honest. Not the ending ending, but the lead up to the ending. Um, The way they got to the point where they decided to use everything they've learned throughout the movie to defeat the bad guys um, and like the bad, bad guys. Cause there's like a couple different sets of villains. There's some layers in this movie. It's deep. <laughs> Is she deep? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the score was, I don't know, non-existent. Like pro just like the fucking dinosaur score. Like this guy just like, I don't know. Like it's, it definitely didn't feel like a Disney soundtrack. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of songs being sung in Disney movies, but he, even like a Randy New, you got a friend in me. Like he, that doesn't. No one's saying that shit, and you still remember that. Fucking, like say like the same thing. Like there's always something. The Circle of Life. There's always something. But this movie, I don't know. This movie uh, needed the main character like looks some, like like some sort of original song. I feel like maybe it did yeah no i'm glad there was no sing-alongs but it definitely needed at least like an original where was the janae genie aoki song i thought that was gonna be in it then we did that didn't yeah what the fuck are you talking about i thought we were supposed to see some jenny aoki and like there was nothing that had words like it was all just instrumental like symphony music almost it was like there was no word music (laughs) (sighs) yeah um I'm giving it a 30 popcorn bags, Brianna. I think that it's good enough. That's a 60 out of 100. It's passing. For a Disney movie, though, not up to snuff. Not up to snuff. Could have been a little better all all around. But, oh, just, I'm sorry. 
the animation was phenomenal. I mean, like, that's obviously the most important part. You know it's going to be phenomenal, but holy shit, me and Brianna were watching this thing going, like, that scene looks real. That's, like, real-life stuff. What is going on? Like, how are they getting so good at doing hair and, like, water droplets, uh, eyelashes? Shit is crazy now. Okay. Way better than... And we and we were we were whapping over Soul, and this was even better. <laughs> We were wrapping, wrapping over Soul, and Soul was just like little blue blobs on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Soul was nothing compared to this in terms of animation, Brianna. People animation. Okay, well, since you gave it your nom 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 score already, I'm gonna give it a 32 out of 50, only because the animation slapped. Like there was landscape scenes that literally looked like National Geographic, but it was animated. It, it, yeah, it looked like 4K shit. There were, the, there were certain scenes where it was just landscape, just trees and rivers, and you were like, what the fuck am I watching here? And I'm not, I don't have a 4K TV. I think Brianna does, but I don't, and it was beautiful on mine. So Yeah, there yeah. was literally uh, parts I'm... where I was like, is this a screensaver? Did my, did my TV go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> go check it out. It's, it's. It's good enough. It's free now, obviously, if you have Disney Plus. I mean, it's it's worth a toss on, especially if you've, you know, you watch the Disney movies and Pixar movies as they come out. It's it's definitely uh it's like a Brave or a Tangled. That's definitely the category I'd put it in. So. Yeah, but Tangled had songs. Would you recommend it though? I mean, I would recommend it. It's it's nice to add to the Disney lineup. I don't think it's going to be a breakout or anything, but it was good. It's free. Yeah, I don't see if you have Disney Plus, so you know. I w- uh definitely don't see a sequel coming anytime soon. If there is, I'm going to be like cringed about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the review, everybody. Come check us out in the spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite parts, least favorite parts. Ryan, the last dragon. Brianna, give me some of your favorite parts, please. Despite my popcorn score of being 32 out of 50, I really didn't have too many favorite parts. Slash, I don't really have any favorite parts. (laughs) No, that's not true. That's not true. I'll give you one right off the bat that we could talk about. Tuck, tuck. That's a great Disney sidekick pet. Yeah, but he was just kind of like this, you don't really know what he is as an animal. I mean, he looks like a pill bug. He looks like a little roly-poly-oly, but also a golden retriever at the same time. Yeah, he kind of has like a bear roly-poly-oly look. He was cute. The con baby was really cute. Uh... The con baby and the monkeys were adorable. (laughs) They were... Brianna took. I'm gonna cut that out so it doesn't matter. Brianna took a character from every person in Guardians of the Galaxy and akin to them to somebody in this movie. And the con baby and the monkeys were essentially Baby Groot. Uh, and if you're listening to the spoiler zone, you you probably know what we're talking about. They were hilarious. Just this little adorable little Asian baby that, as soon as popped on screen, Brianna said, "Hey, that's me," meaning herself. She she was talking. She said, "Hey, that's that's me." That was, was me like, as oh. a kid. uh i loved how every time sisu got a piece of the dragon gem she got a new power super fun best part of the movie was the magical dragon stuff going on i wish there was more of that and less human arguing and sword fights uh 
But oh. the dragon stuff was cool. She she could run on water. She could swim super fast. She was just mythical, and that's I mean that's what Disney's all about. It was so fun. She was a water dragon, which you find yeah. out that they're all water dragons. I mean, in some sort of way, shape, or form, yeah, they're all water dragons. Uh, she's, but I guess her being really really good at water swimming, really really good at swimming, just means that she didn't really have any special skills. <laughs> if they're all really really good at swimming i mean they, which yeah, makes it even better because she was very sweet just like sisu so that made me think that they were all very good swimmers aquafina was definitely the standout voice actor in this movie yeah see that leads into like one of my least favorite parts was like yeah we had the con maybe we had the highs of like wow these dragons are cool they can literally run on water watch out jesus but then my one of my least favorite parts was like how they scrutinized over Kelly Marie Tran being the voice and they knocked that other girl out like yeah sorry honey we don't want your canadian ass and then the only distinguished voice that i heard was aquafina's and like i was reading the credits like it's people that i recognize like their names like Gemma Chan, Sandra O, oh, Ross Butler but like None of their voices stood out to me as like, oh shit, like that's Sandra O. Oh. Like, no, it just didn't do it for me. Only Aquafina was like, that's Aquafina, that's my girl from the Queens. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like they took everybody's voice and then put it through some kind of like white people filter. Oh, they ca- to make they them Caucasianized. All... <laughs> yeah, they. I don't know. Everybody kind of sounded the same almost. It was really weird. I I totally agree with you. Obviously, Aquafina was the main focal point of the movie in terms of marketability and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, if they're going to sell toys, it's probably going to be the fucking water dragon. Um, yeah. So that makes sense to me. But she was... It's not just because she has a specific sounding voice. They really did not do a good job of distinguishing characters. There were points in times where you were like, all right, there's a... Uh, there's a chief leader, but then her daughter's like the real villain, but the chief is also a villain, but then the chi- you don't see her for like the entire movie, and you just see the daughter, and so there's really no point for Sandra O oh to be in the movie. It's so weird, like, I don't know, yeah, you didn't really need anyone specific in any of these roles. I think that is my point. Yeah. It could have it could have been C- Cecily the uh, fucking Stone, or whoever the fuck they, they threw away. Cassie's deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no that's kind of, that kind of bummed me out i was like after all this like scrutiny of like oh no like she wasn't good enough like this character goes through stuff we don't need her voice we need this this voice and this is much better and it was like she sounded a lot like moana <laughs> she also looked pretty similar yeah. to moana <laughs> 100% she looked like Olivia Munn to me the Raya did um, and there was Ruby Rose as well I hated how they defeated the Droon Rihanna which is the villain the Venom the main the Venom character that turns people into stone uh, they the dragon gem that broke won't work um, and but it will work if they trust each other if all the people that didn't trust each other throughout the whole movie now end up trusting each other um, that's what Sisu wanted, apparently. She just wanted them to trust each other. And so they all gave up their gem pieces and then turned to stone and then like, the world is saved. Everyone's okay now. 
Like, imagine if Scar joined Simba at the end of Lion King. That wouldn't have made any sense. That's because like, the that bad was guy... back in the 90s. They didn't need a happy ending like that. This was bullshit ending. <laughs> they didn't need the the bad guy should be defeated. They were, they just had like some empty vessel venom bad guy that was like, yeah, we won. Like, no, the real bad guy was fucking like Namibia or wherever the fuck Ruby Rose played. And she sucked and she killed fucking Sisu in the movie. Okay. She like, sh- like, whoa, whoa, they, they, they was so, it was so weird. We need to talk about the real villain in this movie, and it is Raya. 100%. She is toxic oh. as fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> go go, go off, queen. She's toxic. Her trust issues, girl, she needs some help. I thought that, like, you think you have your own trust issues? This bitch was making jackfruit jerky because she didn't trust the people that made her food because she thought she would be poisoned constantly so that's where we're working with and that's what she brings to the table and if you're talking about it sure what's her face the you know the lady with the undercut she might have shot the arrow by mistake she could have been startled but in reality it was because raya charged at her and she went and popped off poor sisu and I really blame Raya. They all blame the girl with the undercut, but I'm blaming Raya because she was like, no, I can't trust these bitches. And she goes and runs at the girl. And then, of course, yeah, she like accidentally hits that trigger for the crossbow and it goes right through Sisu. So we want to talk about toxic. It's Raya. Raya was the first, Raya was the first one to sacrifice herself low at the end. <laughs> Yeah, because she realized that, like, if I'm the first one to sacrifice myself and it doesn't work, like, you know, people will remember me as a hero. But in reality, she was a villain. (laughs) Ruby Rose almost left at the end. She almost took right off through that the hole in the ceiling. She was like, fuck y'all. I'm out. Peace. There was a lot of Infinity War vibes where, like. You know, they're chasing after these stones and, like, there just happens to be five villages, you know, vying for these stones. And then someone just, Venom comes and, poof, makes you a stone statue. And then all of a sudden, like, the blip ends and they all wake up once they all defeat the Droon. And then all the stone people are like, no, we're real now. And it's like, huh, where's Carly Morgenthal to set the world right again oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of um i can't wait for loki speaking <laughs> of marvel oh man i'm done with the review brianna you good you you, you got any more least favorite parts in you you know what i do actually i got another one in me oh okay i liked how the dragons had some very little pony like my little pony vibes but in- in my opinion, their jawlines were a little too chiseled to be dragons. <laughs> they looked like horse puppies. <laughs> kind of. Horse puppy eels like, kind of thing. <laughs> horse puppy eels. Yeah, their jaws were very chiseled, very defined, cute, definitely sexy, sexy oh, dragons. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, wrong podcast. I do that on my other podcast. Uh, hit us up on Furry Friends at Furry Friends 
Where the where the fuck are the furries? Only, only furry friends. <laughs> only furry friends. Uh, <laughs> 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 Did you watch anything else this week, Brianna? Yo, no. I'm excited for Loki. I actually finished Broadchurch. Which oh, I know you don't did, care about because you're like whatever. It's a trash show. No, but 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 you talked about it last week. So what did you? How was it? How was the ending? Well, it turns out it actually takes place in England. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, good to know that it wasn't Scotland or Wales or Ireland or any of the places that you thought. Yeah, no, it's definitely like a an English area i don't really know the geography of that part of europe but it definitely wasn't scotland like i thought it was but you know take away from it it was it was good great acting the stories you know were a little lame and kind of predictable but also you know it kept you on your toes a little bit okay so you're suggesting it yeah i mean it's on netflix there's three seasons eight episodes each you can get through it. I got through it in like four days. <laughs> I'm not watching that garbage, I tell you. I tell you what. I watched some other garbage this week, though. I watched Kazam with Max. It was... Like the one with Shaq? It was, yeah, it was so bad. We did a commentary track to it, and it was like hard to make jokes because it's that bad. There's just nothing that happens. It's like trying to get meat from bones like that like they're just like just nothing like it just it was it was terrible i just remember how shitty like his real dad was and i was like you piece of poop (laughs) oh yeah his his real dad is awful the stepdad is so cool the stepdad's such a good guy shout out the stepdad from kazam all he wanted to do was help that kid and that kid was just a cocksucker off the rip (laughs) really um. Yeah, but I also watched Piranha 3D and Piranha 3 Double D on Stars. Shout out Stars. Also got the Men in Black trilogy, or so, should I say quadrilogy? Uh, I watched all four Men in Black. Shout out. Um, and then I watched Skyscraper, mm, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Not too much to say about that one. <laughs> Life has been good. In addition to binge-watching Broadchurch, I literally watched eight episodes of a show in one day, and the show would be Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. <laughs> Don John? With no. John John too. bitch. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Was it good? Did you like it? So, if you're not familiar with the Dirty John series, Dirty John actually started as a podcast whoa about this woman who is a successful designer in orange county california and she gets taken by this not like you know taken like liam meeson but she gets taken by this what you find out to be as a con man and so there's the whole first season on that one and it's pretty pretty intense and then the if you listen to the podcast it's really intense i listened to it after i watched the show but this one is all about Betty Broderick, who, if you're not familiar with Betty Broderick, she murdered her ex-husband and his new wife. In cold blood, shot them five times. Oh. Spoiler. Sounds like a real, <laughs> like a real bitch. Uh, you know what? 
I don't really know the real story behind Metairie Broderick, but judging by the show, it was the man's fault. I'm not saying that we all need to, you know, seek revenge and kill them when we're done dirty, but he manipulated the fuck out of her, and you know what? Good for her. We don't condone well, we don't condone violence against men on this podcast. Headlines. Read all about it. Did you did you see that Mission Impossible Seven got shut down again for COVID? Yo, that was one of my headlines because that was one of my original <laughs> headlines when it came out that he he had that fucking meltdown. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they've shut down for COVID like four times on Mission Impossible Seven, like specifically this movie. Honestly, like, when he first came with his rant about, like, how people need to take it more seriously, I got him. Like, we were, I don't know, seven months in or eight months in, I don't know, past nine months of having the pandemic when he made that rant of, like, why aren't you guys taking this seriously? Like, these are people's jobs. And I was like, you know what, Tom Cruise? I don't know if you needed to use all the words you did, but I feel you, man. Like, this wasn't a new thing. I I mean, he's been dealing with it for so long. Can you imagine how pissed you'd be? You'd be like, I just want to finish my fucking movie, you idiots. How are you still getting COVID? And now that this comes out that someone actually tested positive on set, like, my blood would be boiling. Were they already vaccinated, you think? You know what? Tell the, new, tell the Yankees that it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You can still get it. Yeah, so wear your fucking masks, jabronis. Yeah, so you know what? Wear um, your mask, wash your goddamn hands, you dirty bitches, and uh, just don't go near people if you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dirty bitches, Drake Bell is a pedo. <laughs> uh, and I found out that his real name is Jared. <laughs> so it makes sense. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, so it makes sense. I mean, Jared's in Hollywood never, they never end up being, you know, running the straight and narrow. Always Lito? pedos. Jared is probably, Jared is probably a pedo. Jared Leto is the pedo. The oh. pedo king. Jared Leto the pedo. Do you think that's what they called him in high school? Leto the pedo? And that's why he has a cult now? Because he's like, I'll show you. I'm not a pedo. Just because I had sex with that 12-year-old girl my senior year doesn't make me a pedo. She Hashtag told me Jared she Leto, was 17. 1997. <laughs> yeah, okay, ja- okay, Jared, whatever you say. <laughs> what do you uh, think about this, Brianna? I was like, oh, damn, what the fuck? You know what? Nickelodeon slash Disney Channel stars don't really have a great reputation for not becoming fucking absolute hot messes so i didn't know we were gonna go into the pedo realm but i definitely called something going on with like two like a lot of funny business <laughs> i don't i don't like how this was framed it was framed as in like he was charged with child endangerment and i feel like that means that he like shook a baby or had some type of relationship with this kid already <laughs> Because, I, I don't know, I feel like it's a watered-down way to get a celebrity out of child molestation. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So I just, I I muttered it. I don't know if you could hear it. But when I think of child endangerment, I think of, like, 
you left a baby in a hot car without the window being cracked, or you just left it in general. Correct. You shook the baby a little bit, or you know what? You left it crying and people you, called the You left a kid home you. alone. Yeah, like you left it crying and you wanted to take a nap or something, and then your neighbors called the cops on you and they said like, that kid wasn't getting the right kind of care. Like, that's what I think of in child endangerment. I don't think of uh, what Drake Bell was getting accused of. That's not child endangerment. That's straight up pedo shit. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, he absolutely did not, like, endanger a child. He probably just fucking straight up, like, molested a kid. And he's getting away with it because he has millions of dollars Does and he probably a good lawyer. Millions of dollars on a good lawyer? Yeah, 100%. You think he has millions of dollars? I 100% do think he has millions of dollars. Now, I'm not saying he has tens of millions of dollars, but do I think that Drake Bell has maybe $7 million in his savings account or $7 million worth of property or investments? Like, yeah, I do, Brianna. He was on a He was on a Nickelodeon show for a very long time. He was popular for a very long time, and I... Unless his parents <laughs> did, did, were in charge of all his accounts i guarantee you he has a decent portfolio see but that's what makes me think that he doesn't because like his parents were probably in charge of him he was on tv for a while as like a teenager yeah i, th- I think he's, I, th- I think he's probably doing all right and i think that goes to to my point uh as to why he's getting away with it just child endangerment so fuck guys named jared uh fuck jared drake bell that's his full name um, Brianna, do you have any headlines? I don't really have necessarily headlines as much as like, why are we getting sequels and prequels for things that no one's asking for? For example, example? they're already greenlighting a third quiet place. I saw that. It's not a third quiet place. It's a spinoff. But yeah, it's in the same universe. Yes, yes, but it's like they're 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 making a franchise out of the Quiet Place. We already they're have... turning it into fucking Cloverfield. Yeah, but no one remembers Cloverfield outside of like the last one. <laughs> That's kind of what hyped it up. Anyway, what, what movies? Cruella is already getting a sequel, and I I can't really shit on it too much because I haven't seen the first part. With uh, Emma Stone as Cruella, but I don't know. I feel like that's a little premature. <laughs> and then yeah, I one hundred percent like. There's no way it didn't even it didn't even it didn't even do a full like week yet. I think I they must have done banger numbers. <laughs> it must have done banger numbers on Disney Plus. Bangers, and then. <laughs> Bangers and mesh. Another one, a prequel, would be Master and Commander. A movie I never oh, saw. I saw that. And I don't intend on ever seeing. But news is, Fat Russell Crowe probably won't be invited back for Master and Commander, the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not fat shaming Russell Crowe. You're going to have to de-age the fuck out of him. Because we're pro, you know... Pro, just eat what you want, live your life. But do you think they'll have to defat him though? You know how they de-age people; they have to defat him. <laughs> no, I, I guess him and Paul Bettany, like the stars of the original Master and Commander, they like, they're not even really being asked to consider this. 
I don't even think they'd want to be in it. Wasn't that was like an Oscar nominated movie and shit. I never saw it, but was it Oscar nominated for like acting or for like costumes and designs and stuff like that? I don't know for sure, <laughs> but I feel like Russell Crowe got a nom, but I I could I I honestly don't know. It's because he's a white man. Sorry. Well, I said it. It's, it's I said fish- it. I went there. <laughs> It's speaking of white men. It's officially been seventeen years since Ronald Reagan died. I had no idea Ronald Reagan died while we were alive. I'm not gonna lie. I give a shit about Ronald Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan. How about that one? I only go remember he died because like Nancy Reagan was like all over People Magazine. Is like, oh, poor me. It was like Nancy, you're better. Fuck off, Nancy honey. Reagan too. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 go. Kind of go to sandals and have an orgy. Nancy like, Reagan, live your life, Nancy. <laughs> cunt ass bitch I hope Nancy and Ronald Reagan are rotting in hell and that's how I'm choosing to end the show unless Brianna has any more headlines nope I don't really have any more headlines um you know there are some people that are afraid to talk bad about the dead but we're not those people no we're not some pussy ass lames who won't say fuck Ronald Reagan because I know so many people out there scared to say, fuck Ronald Reagan. A lot of Ronald Reagan simps out there. Fuck y'all. <laughs> While we're at it, no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on uh, the podcast, we will be watching The Conjuring. Devil Made Me Do It. Very exciting. Brianna is a huge fan of the series. I think I'll probably watch the first two before next week. I've got some time. You got to. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Always, we'll f- be thankful for the support. Um, we love doing this, and we hope you love listening to it. Hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, on Discord. We're not very relevant there, but we could be, and we love you. So come help us out, okay? We tried to be relevant. Bye, everybody, Instagram though. Until they fucking disabled our account, so we can't do anything special. What do you? Uh, fuck them! Fuck them! That sucks. That's lame. Bullshit. Say bye, Brianna. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Go get your Bubba Burgers. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bubba Burgers in your soup. Bye, Beans. Bye, Bubba Burgers. Yeah.